Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. It's another episode of Unrefined for you, episode number 173. BJ is my name with me, as always, is Mitra, and we're very excited to have you with us once again on this particular episode. Mitra, this episode is sponsored, of course, by one of our favorites, Brutality Coffee, and I'm drinking some right now because that's how I roll. I need the Brutality Coffee with me all the time, and if you want some too, Brutality.Coffee is how you can get fresh roasted coffee, and it will be delivered right to your house. So, Mitra, how are how are you doing? Okay, like, are you yeah. doing well? I'm enjoying this warm weather we're having here in uh south central texas and i know you're drinking coffee because yeah. it's cold and it's about to start it snowing is. there <laughs> it is that's true it is i can't escape it um no matter what you know it was pretty quiet pretty much for the entire first part of winter here in upstate new york and now it's just let loose on me here where i am uh in the capital region area albany which is nowhere near buffalo so anybody that's listening out by buffalo yes i realized you guys got pounded by snow i did not get that snow thankfully so that's it's uh, funny because y'all haven't had snow much this winter and now all of a sudden it's spring's coming and we're doing you know, the time change on sunday and you're just getting the snow now I'm telling you we're gonna get snow all it's the way so here. rude that's how it is it's it is so rude. rude yeah who can i call about that i need to put in a complaint or something anyway the universe yeah uh, just call the universe <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us. If you head to the description of this episode, you'll be able to get to all of our links so that you guys can follow us on all of our different social media platforms, including Instagram and YouTube. You can also look at our new merch there and everything, which is a lot of fun. If you want a shirt that says Future Ghost on it, we got it for you. So go check that out. The links are right there in our uh, description of this episode. This particular episode is going to be a fun one as we are going to be talking about another fantastic haunted location um and we are joined by becca williamson she is the owner of the cambry house in naboo no naboo <laughs> <laughs> illinois right next to the mississippi river uh becca thank you so much for uh joining us yeah thanks for having me i'm excited <laughs> yeah so i was so funny when i was looking at your your uh your website um, and your properties and everything like that. Like you are literally like the, like the Mississippi river is literally right there. I didn't realize you were so close to the water. Yeah. I'm like, it's, uh, um, about 150 feet away from the house. Oh, wow. It's, yeah. I mean, it's close, but not like that close. I mean, you can like walk to it easily. Like little kids can walk to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, is and, flooding and an issue there? No, because it's like 150 feet straight down. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So there, there's like, it sits up on top of the bluff, the house, and then okay. it, the bluff goes down to the river. So it's like 150 feet down wow. to the river. <laughs> right. So yeah. um, you are, how long have you owned this property? Because I know it's been around for a while. How long have you uh, been the owner of it? Um, I bought it in 2016. Okay. Okay. And so, so you you served you did you survived COVID, which is nice because I know like that was that was did. hard for a lot of business, especially businesses like yours, which is an event business. Guys, by the way, if you are looking to like book your wedding or a special event, uh, and you happen to be in the Illinois area, uh, the cambryhouse.com, like you can have a magical, magical experience there and also possibly talk to some ghosts which is or if you fantastic. don't live in the area and you want a destination wedding and you oh, want a haunted God. venue there which that is I, amazing i do yeah. haunted weddings that's amazing <laughs> I, you know that was what really caught me when you so so back so the backstory for the audience is um when i was posting i i don't even remember what i was posting um on my personal tiktok page 
Um, but uh, Becca followed it uh, from the uh, Cambry House TikTok page. And I clicked on it because it's like, oh, this is a house page. This isn't this is this a person or is this a house? And I clicked on it and it was like haunted wedding venue. And I was like, what? A haunted <laughs> wedding venue. And I was just so intrigued. I immediately like texted Mitra. I was like, this this page just followed me. It's a haunted wedding venue. I've never heard of anything like that. This is amazing. So that's when Which uh, has actually been my dream to own. And BJ knows this. I want oh, to you, own yeah, a yeah. haunted wedding venue. It, it, <laughs> I it, know. It, it's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I was um, when I was putting together like some of the stuff, I was like, I always for a long time, like I marketed it totally separately, the haunted aspect and the wedding aspect. And then yeah. um, one day I merged them together and came up with haunted wedding venue and yeah, it, people it, people pay attention to haunted wedding venues, yeah. like stops in their track. Like, what's that? <laughs> I, I think it's really me. cool and unique, you know? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I think it's, so. It is. It's <laughs> yeah. definitely something that you don't see every day. And I feel like there's a lot of like uh, historical venues, ones that have been around for a really long time. Um, that are wedding venues that maybe don't lean into the haunted aspect of it or the, even the potential possibility of there being right. a haunting. So, and I had a lot of people tell me at the outset to, you know, that being haunted would scare away some of the brides, that um, it would detract, you know, people would be scared to rent it since it's haunted. And, you know, I found, it took a while to get my first bride, get my first wedding after I opened it up as a wedding venue. Um, it just because weddings are planned so far out in advance. Like the very yeah. first thing the bride does is book her venue and it's booked like a year or two out. So it took a while to get a wedding, but um, my first wedding came for somebody who came on a ghost tour. So, oh. and, and it's worked out that um, like, People who come out there for the ghost, they fall in love with it and then they want to get married there. Uh, or they have friends who are getting married and they tell them about it. And it seems like either the bride's really into the ghosts, um, the bride and groom, the bridal couple, or their family. <laughs> so I've had it, I've had it vice versa, where like the bride and groom are really into it, but the family's not, or the family's really into the ghosts and the bride and groom are totally not. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Do you think that's uh, how most of your bookings happen because of the haunted aspect for the uh, wedding? A, a good portion of them do. Yeah. A good that's portion amazing. of my bookings come from the ghost tours. I love In it. One way or another. One way. Yeah. That's funny. So do, do you, uh, is it part of a wedding package there? Like, does it like get married and then at, after the reception and everything, you guys can go on a ghost tour? <laughs> well, kind of. Um, yeah. So my my basic wedding package includes two overnights in the house. Nice. So um, so you get two nights in the house. I book um, from basically from Friday evening until Sunday. Okay. So so you can hunt for ghosts the night before or after the wedding. You can look or for during ghosts. if you're going to be during, I mean, you know, I, <laughs> up to you, up to you. Maybe, maybe get some EVPs know. when you're doing your vows. That would be interesting. I don't know for sure that that's happened. You, but just, maybe. you just hear like a creepy, don't do it. And like, <laughs> does anyone object? Does any, yeah. does anyone object? <laughs> that would be right. something to, to play, do the playback of the, yeah, does anybody right. object and hear the voice? That, right. okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. The possibilities. <laughs> That we I've could never write this until... episode. We yeah. could write this episode way better. Oh my <laughs> yeah, <goodness>. right. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I love it. So, if you guys would like to to visit, you can you can look at pictures of it. You can get all the information. Uh, it's cambryhouse.com, and Cambry is spelled C A M B R E, and house is spelled how people spell the word house, which I feel mm -hmm. I don't need to tell the audience, but I I H O U S E. If anybody is having trouble, so. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're talking to Becca Williamson, who is the owner of this uh, location, which is in Nauvoo, Illinois. Th that name, like when we were getting on and, and trying to figure it out, I was like looking at it about a million times, like leading up to it, even just like 
looking and doing the research and 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 planning the episode, I was like, how on earth do I pronounce the name of this? And then you came on and you're like, well, it's kind of like uh, Nabu and, and that's like a Star Wars thing. And of course, Mitra and I are huge Star Wars fans. So we were like, this is even better. Like, yeah, this, yeah, it's it's just become like a, a place that we 100 percent would like to visit not only for ghosts, just for the sake of uh, we can pretend that. And we- if your Star Wars fans have yeah. a themed wedding oh my in God. Anakin getting married in Nauvoo. Oh my Nauvoo. God. You can yeah. say, Anakin it's Nauvoo. Do it. Do it. They're, they're <laughs> selling shirts in town that says it's Nauvoo, not Nauvoo. Oh, I love it. That's <laughs> so, so if good. I go there, we're getting one of those shirts. 100%. Yeah. Right. Right. And I'll have to find <laughs> sand because I have to do the sand. <laughs> They'll just be all that fun stuff. Uh, anyway, so your location is a wedding venue. It is a haunted wedding venue, as we've been talking about and everything. Um, so how what is the history of the property? Like, how far does it date back? Well, um, the house itself was built in 1867. Oh. Um, so the uh, Adolph and Hortense Cambry came to the United States in the 1850s. They came to Nauvoo as part of an Icarian community. So the Icarians were a French communal society. Basically, if you think hippie commune, that's what the Icarians were. They sold everything they owned. They lived in like little apartment complexes and lived together and worked together and ate together. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So the the Cambries came over with the Icarians and were with them for a few months and then left and bought my property in 1860 and built the house. Um, they completed the six room house that's still standing today in 1867. And it was a working apple orchard from the 1850s until around the 1940s. And my grandparents bought it from the Cambry family in 1979. Oh, okay. Oh, so are you, so are you a second or third generation owner then? Yeah, I'm a third generation owner. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't realize that it was in your family. I thought that you had uh, I thought that you had purchased it from a different party. That's amazing that it's been in your family for that long. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, it's been in my family since 1979. Um so the house has only had two owners basically. Wow. Um and so, That's cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Um most of the house is original to the 1860s. So uh, the floor plan is the original floor plan. Um, all the woodwork is original to the 1860s. And even the windows are the original Hamblin glass from the 1800s. Oh, wow. So it's really kind of more museum than house. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's a fully functioning house. You could live there. Uh, if you don't have kids and cats and dogs and <laughs> <laughs> if you were just a person, if you were like one person by yourself and you were very careful. Right. Right. Yes. Because, you know, when I explained to my friends that I bought this three bedroom house and they're like, oh, when are you moving? And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. It's not that kind of house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's really, really difficult to explain to your friends how you bought this three-bedroom home that you're never going to live in. And, and yeah. You had bigger <laughs> well, plans it's a business, it, though, right? Yeah. You bought a business, really. Yeah, I bought a business. Yeah, well, it was... You know, I bought it after my grandparents passed away and then said, because I wanted to help preserve the house and then said, okay, well, yeah. what am I doing with this thing? How am I going to preserve it? Because I don't know about you, but I can't afford to just have an extra house laying around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'd had some cousins that got married out there and I thought, well, you know, if we've done a few weddings, surely we can do a few more. And so that was the original idea to open it up as a wedding venue. And then I realized it was haunted. <laughs> That's oh, wow. It. So has there has there always been activity or is that something that you discovered after you started spending like more time like on the property as like a venue owner? So yes and no. Um, I we really noticed it after I started spending more time out there after I bought it. Like 
I spent the night out there for the first time after I bought it, which seems really odd to say, but my grandparents don't live very far away from there. They only live like 10 minutes away. Okay. And so, so if we went out there during the day for family events and stuff, which we did a lot, um, at night we all just went home Yeah. And I didn't think that was odd Yeah. <laughs> until I came back at it from a paranormal investigator standpoint, like we all just left it dark. When it was dark, we all went home, mm-hmm. which seems kind of odd, you know? Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. You've got a house there. Why wouldn't you like stay there or somebody stay there? W- did anybody stay there? Occasionally, yes. People did occasionally stay there. Yes. Okay. Are there any stories like from when like you were growing up or anything of anybody's like, oh, I think something weird is going on here? Well, and again, this is a yes and no answer. So yeah. was there stuff going on? Absolutely. Okay. But my grandparents just always told us it was an old house and that's just kind of what happens in an old house. Mm, okay. Um, so we had, we've had doors that opened and closed ever since my grandparents bought the house opened and closed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's drafty. It's a drafty old house. That's what happens. You know, right. that's what they always told us. And again, yeah. you know, I mean, we're talking, this is the eighties. Um, we didn't talk about ghosts like we do now, you know, we weren't, right. We weren't more, we, we weren't aware of it, yeah. As yeah. We are, you know? Um, so the basement door is opened so often that a lot of times if we were having a big event out there, they would station one of us grandkids by that door to make sure it stayed shut <laughs> Oh, <geez. laughs> because it would open all the time. And, and if you got a whole bunch of people in the house for yeah. an event, they want to make sure that door stays shut. Cause no, don't want anybody falling down the basement stairs. Sure. Yeah. Um, Safety first. That's how often that door opened. Wow. And then the attic door has always opened as well. It was really frustrating. You know, we were like, oh, we're trying to keep that d- door shut because the attic is just storage, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, we're trying to keep that attic door shut. Who keeps opening that, you know? Right. So again, uh, I don't know. I think yeah. like looking back <laughs> on it now, like coming back at it from a paranormal investigator standpoint, I can't make that basement door open. Like if it was a draft, I should be able to make it open. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Opening the front door, opening the back door, uh, a windy day, something like that should be opening that door. And I can't get it to do that. Okay. Um, You think it was shuts. Yeah. It shuts. It latches firmly. Like you can tug on it. You can wiggle it. Nothing will pop that door open. Okay. And yet there's a video on my TikTok of it opening. Yeah. <laughs> so were you into like paranormal stuff or did you do paranormal research before purchasing the house? Yes, I did. I started, um, I went on my first ghost tour in 2003. <laughs> so I've been doing some paranormal stuff ever since 2003. Um, went on my first official ghost tour with the you know, the EMF and everything and, uh, made, went on so many tours and made friends with the guy who owns the tours. And then like, he was, we were scouting locations for ghost tours and stuff. So I have been actively investigating since 2003. So you are living the dream then you, you not only yeah, invest, for real. Now you own a haunted location. And <laughs> That's like right. every paranormal person's dream is to have like, the no, haunted and I came location. about it at such a roundabout way. Cause like I said, it was, an old house that was my grandparents and I yeah. just bought it to preserve the history. And I had never really thought about this place as being haunted. It, I, I grew up with it. I grew up yeah. with the house. So you didn't uh, think about it. I didn't even think about it. I always kind of compare it to Walmart. How <laughs> yeah. you had so much time at Walmart. Do yeah. you think about that being haunted? No, yeah. but I can guarantee well, just, you. Just by the clientele. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's, there, I'm sure there are ghosts in Walmart. The people am- wearing the flesh colored pants are kind of scary. The, the, the 80 year old guy who was, re- you know, organizing the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, after he passes away, he's, his ghost is still organizing the yeah. show. No one would notice. That's, exactly. Exactly. That's what we need. We need a there is There is some haunted stories about a haunted walmart and i can't remember where it is now but there is like one in particular that's known to be haunted but now <laughs> i can't remember it. well now i want to go to a haunted mall i prefer a haunted target personally but if, well, well, i mean you know. it's fancier 
I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the little Target dog is haunting it. Who knows? It, yeah. People people at Target are a lot more passionate about their stuff, so it is entirely possible. But yeah. yeah, that's, that's <laughs> true. Very, very much more vocal than everything. So yes, I um, I was I was gonna say like that 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 eighty year old man that's stocking shelves if he is haunting it. I expect it to be like a moment like from the first Ghostbusters movie when you walk around the corner and it's the ghost reading the book in the library and you just see him <laughs> with cans turning to you like shh. You know, like that's how. Yes. I, yes. That's how I side, side note. Side note. Yes. I don't know if this is true, mm-hmm. but apparently, uh, they hire old people because they take out life insurance policies on them and what? they cash in when they die. That's why you have like the old people being the greeters <laughs> and stuff because Walmart takes out life insurance policies. And somebody said it was on is TikTok. This a conspiracy somebody said theory. I don't think it's a conspiracy because someone said it like there was a video about it and people were commenting going, yeah, like we found out after my you know, grandfather died that they took out a life insurance policy on him. And when he died, they cash in and that's why they hire old people to be greeters. That's why Because they take out life insurance policies on them. Well, there you yeah. go. Which There's is there. you don't you don't need their signature for it. You can just take it out on them. Which I mean, I think when they signed to like you know be hired, Maybe like when they're signing all the all the yeah. paperwork to yeah the, yeah one of them is a they just slide in that life insurance. We, we need to right. hire an elderly person as a producer <laughs> of this show and take out a life insurance policy. <laughs> My mind has yeah. never been that devious to think of all these plans, I which know. probably explains why I'm not that rich. Probably, yeah, <laughs> you need to start hiring old people. Apparently, guys, there's your little nugget I, of random information from mitra on this particular episode of unrefined and now we know and now we know yeah Yeah. the more you learn with the rainbow guys mitra and bj from unrefined back again to tell you about the sponsor of this episode and just one of the best coffees that we've ever tasted in our life it's called brutality coffee and it's literally changed our lives wouldn't you say I think I'm addicted to the rise and grind roast. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty tasty, guys. You got to check it out. Brutality.coffee is where you can get it. You can shop for all the different blends that those guys have. Mitra, did you know that they have a whole uh, line of coffees with Motley Crew? No, I didn't. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. The guys from Motley Crew love coffee as well, and uh, they've changed their lives dramatically if you've seen the dirt. And instead of being addicted to other substances, they're now addicted to coffee like the rest of us. Addicted and to brutality coffee? I guess so, in yeah. In particular? In particular, because they've got their Motley Crew kickstart. <laughs> well, I'm addicted to the one. Rise and Grind one. Well, yeah, that's what it, that's what it's Ooh. all about, guys. You have to do that. But they've got the Motley Crue Kickstart My Heart Blend, which you can get over on the site. That is a dark roast. They've also got a French roast, which is the Motley Crue Espresso Blend as well. So both oh. of those ones will definitely- I'm going to have to try that one. Yeah, it sounds delicious. Um, my personal favorite is probably the Heart and Soul. I really like that one. It's, pro- it's my favorite one that they offer. And you can buy them individually or you can bundle them and everything, which is, uh, I highly recommend that. And if you need a little oh, extra, sure. if you need more, more to get yourself going, Electric Head, the dark roast has extra caffeine in it. <laughs> Brutality Coffee, you guys got to get it. They are a wonderful sponsor of Unrefined. Support them by heading over to brutality.coffee and get your bundle packs today or buy them individually, brutality.coffee. We're talking to Becca Williamson. She is the owner of the Cambry House. It's a haunted wedding venue. Um, Also has a couple other uh, homes on the property. You can check all of them out at cambryhouse.com. But we're kind of going through a little bit of the history of the home right now and some of uh, Becca's experience uh, being a paranormal investigator who now owns a haunted location. So you, you, you went and you did the paranormal investigating. Now you own the haunted location. So, I mean, obviously you got your hands full in operating a venue and everything, but do you get the chance to go out and do investigating at the property yourself? Yeah, I do. Um, I almost always, about 98% of the time, um, I will I'll meet the teams out there when they come book an overnight, I give them sure. the tour. Um, and then like, I have, I have friends who are paranormal investigators too. And sometimes I'll stay and investigate okay. with them. That makes sense. And then I host my own ghost tours out there. So, okay. um, so I'll investigate with the ghost tour, you know, people. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. But some yeah. of the more interesting evidence you've captured. 
um, that I've captured. <laughs> yeah. Or just felt or witnessed, not necessarily I tell people, captured or my ghosts are really smart. My ghosts are really <laughs> smart. They know, they know when that camera comes on and sure. they know when it goes off. Uh, like um the team that was out there um last weekend, yeah, it was last weekend. They into the night, they packed everything up. They had all the equipment packed up. They were getting ready to walk down the stairs. I mean, everything's in the bag. They're just picking up the bag to leave, right? And they watched the attic door open on its own. Wow. Um, yeah. That, that is that is <laughs> that is creepy. That is super creepy. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Don't go in the yeah. attic. Yeah, that Don't attic door is something attic. else. Nope, thank you. <laughs> Uh, I want a shout out to um to uh one one of my Twitter uh followers. I saw well tw- Twitter followers, mutual Twitter friends, uh, exploring Revenants Paranormal. I saw that they were out there and they had uh they had done something on your property as well. So that's that's it was pretty cool to see that. Um, they've got some interesting content. If you guys want to follow them, they they've got a YouTube channel and everything. Uh, you just go over and search uh, for exploring Revenants Paranormal, and you'll be able to get to that. Um, so you are looking like what, what are the, the normal type of paranormal activity that somebody's going to experience out there? Like if they're coming in, um, noises, Cambry okay. always has noises. Sure. I mean, always have noises, All right. you know, and, and a lot of it is residual. Um, but there's a lot of it that is not, um, just knocks and bangs and footsteps and just, it's it's always noisy out there um do you have any idea of who may be haunting yes i do okay that's 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 good <laughs> yeah well because um it's only had two owners really yeah, yeah. so uh, like i know everybody who's lived in the house yes with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So uh, and I have like the complete Cambry family genealogy that goes through everybody. Okay. Uh, and so and I'm uh, close with the Cambry descendants as well. So when I have questions, I can ask. Right. right <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, That's nice. Yeah. So um, our most active spirit at the home is Eglantine Cambry. Um, Eglantine passed away on the property um, in 1864. So before the house was completed, I had a newspaper guy point that out to me. And ever since I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She passed away at the age of nine. um, Natural childhood illness. no, no axe murders or anything like that. It can't be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Disclaimer, guys. There's no, yeah. no, 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 murder, no murdery vibes. I'm, I, I'm not the list guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, she passed away on the property. She's buried in the, on the property. Um, her grave doesn't have a marker and I don't know where it is. Oh, the family knew where it was, but you know, through the generations that's been lost in time. I'm sure. Oh, wow. Yeah, so Eglantine is like our, our most interactive spirit out at Cambry. Sure. Um, and we've confirmed that through multiple investigations. Um, it's a lot of childlike activity, you know, where we'll be investigating downstairs, we'll hear a noise upstairs, we'll go upstairs to check it out. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be another noise or something downstairs. And she, she does like this hide and seek thing. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, she's the one opening the doors. Um, possibly, possibly. Yeah. yeah. She definitely could be one of the ones opening the doors. Yeah. Um, 
You know, it's really funny that when you were first talking about that and the doors opening and closing and everything like that, I was going to say, I was like, that almost sounds like a, like a, like a child. Because, I mean, I've got two little kids, three and six years old, and mm. they are constantly opening doors to either hide behind them or run in a room before I get in there to try and hide or something like that. Yes. It just seems like a game, you know? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like, and um, she loves like the, the equipment when we bring out the paranormal equipment, it seems like she is just like crazy. I've watched, um, multiple teams. I mean, like not just one team, we're talking like three or four teams where they bring that little music box thing. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. The music box. And she will make it go off so much that the teams are sitting there going, okay, can you make the music (laughs) box stop now? Which is right. just hilarious to to have the paranormal team say, "Can you stop making the equipment go off?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So have you? Uh, so they she's active with the equipment and everything like that. Um, she's running around making noises and everything. Um, are there other spirits uh, that you are aware of that are in the house? Maybe you don't have their identity, but are there other people popping in? Um. Yeah. So the other ones that I know who they are. Um, so Fritz, Fritz Cambry. (laughs) Okay. Um, his his name was Minotti. They called him Fritz. I don't know. Sure. Sure. I I don't make up these names. (laughs) 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 I would have made up easier to say names, but anyway. Sure. Yeah. Um, so Fritz, he is his upstairs bedroom. I like, I have documentation that that is his room upstairs. Um, Fritz was the second owner of the farm. So his father built the home and then Fritz and his sister Anita took over running it after they passed away. Okay. Um, Fritz and Anita never got married. They never had any children. And um, Fritz, after Anita passed away, decided he was going to retire. He sells the farm to a nephew and then does this like world tour of visiting all of his nieces and nephews around the country. um, And then finds out that he has a terminal illness and, um, hastens the departure <laughs> oh, okay yeah okay. in uh, california okay okay so anyway uh fritz is very particular about how the property is run okay. <laughs> he was particular mm. in life um he wrote several letters after he left the farm complaining about the way the nephew was taking care of it you know and he would when you see pictures of the farm while he owned it like it's like meticulous the gardens are just particular yeah. very particular yeah. um and so yeah fritz he's a little gets, ocd a little ocd so fritz gets upset if things are not going the right way in the house um he likes he likes things to be nice and neat he likes things he doesn't like it when we change things okay so um when when we change things, he has a tendency to lock people out of the house. Oh, oh, like he so the door will lock on you while you are outside. That's 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 pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Fritz doesn't particularly care for my mother. Um, <laughs> my mom is alive. <laughs> <laughs> she comes over to help me out at the house, and my mom as well is a little particular. So, like, mom will um, rearrange the furniture while I'm not there yeah and um like there was there was one instance where she didn't like some throw pillows I bought and so she threw them away oh <laughs> thanks mom weren't <laughs> right in the house so you yeah. know and mom mom comes over and she helps which is great I love mom's help but again quote unquote she helps yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she changed out all the <laughs> curtains because she didn't like the mismatched curtains. But, oh, you know, gosh. I, yeah. we work with it. We work with it. My curtains sure. all match now. So, you know. Well, there, well, there mm. you go. I mean, you think was Fritz happy about that? I mean, that seems pretty, uh, pretty well kept. I, Fritz likes some of that, but um, he doesn't allow mom in the house by herself anymore. Um, oh, wow. Okay. So, so. <laughs> To back it up a little bit, like maybe he liked those throw pillows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he liked the throw pillows. I did yeah. too. Um, <laughs> when I bought the house, um, it was the lock that my grandparents had put on in the eighties. Aunts, uncles, cousins, <clears> everybody <throat> had a key. I was okay with that because 
they were helping me out. Like all my aunts and uncles and cousins, you know, mm-hmm. they, they all were coming and helping me out with things at a farm. And I was okay with them having a key. Um, so I didn't change the lock. Well, um, one day my cousin's key quit working. Like I had a cousin who was coming over to help me clean her key quit working in the lock. And then mom's key quit working and my sister's key work kit quit. And so my key was the only key that was opening the house to get in. And I said, I really need to change out this lock because yeah. before my key quits too. Right. You know, yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> so we changed out the lock. Okay. So brand new lock. And we started having the same issues. Mom's key does not work. My cousin's key kind of works sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, again, my key is the only key that will reliably open the door. Um, that is wild. So you think that's on a brand new lock? Yeah, something is yeah. with a lock of some sort. Yeah. Okay. And then, so like one of the days where it really like got brought home to us, mom was in the house doing some cleaning projects by herself. And she went out to the car to get something. Yeah. The door shut behind her and locked. Huh. So, wow. I, I, so just like just describe the lock to me. So I'm assuming it's like <laughs> any other like lock. It's not like it's like a, you know, a latch or anything. It's a no, normal it's, modern day lock. It's a modern day lock. You know, you turn the little thing on the inside to lock it. The, you know, the little thumb right. lock on the inside and yeah. you know, key outside to open it. It's right. Like, it's yeah. locked. Yeah. Right. It's not like that could just like in the process of a door closing. Cause I mean, if that were the case, then like doors would do it all the time. You right. can't just close a door and all of a sudden it's like, it's locked for some reason. And it's yeah. only happening to select people, which I think is even more interesting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and then the other, the flip side of this story is the door has been opened before. So like there was one incident where like I had a service guy coming. He said he was coming at one. So I left at noon, locked the house, you know, thought I had time to grab lunch before he showed up. Sure. I get back at 1245 and the guy is walking out of my house and I'm like, how did you get in? And he's like, oh, it was unlocked. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's very odd. First of all, it's weird that he would just walk into the house. <laughs> you know, we're out in the country. They're just, they're just, just you know, friendly. and they, and people know it's not like a home that I live in. That oh, is okay. Like, you yeah. know, more museums and, 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 and he was a really friendly service guy. And he was just like, yeah, no, I'm going to go ahead and start You're on like, the Were you like, oh, the ghost let you in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. There was a little <laughs> laughter about that. <laughs> he was like, ha 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 ha. When can I leave? <laughs> That's exactly how that interaction went. I just, I just know. I 100% know. So. Yeah. And then there was the time, like, I, I came out there. I had a service person who was there working while I was gone. And I knew there was going to be a gap of, like, an hour, two hours. And so he knew I was coming. And so when I got there and came up to the house, the front door was open. And I thought... I mean, standing open, yeah, just unlocked. It was standing open. Yeah. And I messaged the service guy. I'm like, Hey, thanks for leaving it unlocked. Everything looks great. And he says, no, I shut and I locked that door. It should not be open. He's kind Mm. of freaking out. I ended up walking through the whole house to make sure there wasn't anybody in there. Did you have like a weapon or something with you? you (laughs) Like, cause I mean, I had my phone. Okay. <laughs> so you could hit somebody with a phone, I suppose. I, mean, I could call for help. 911. Oh. You dial 911 and you have your button on send and you walk around the house. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way yeah. to go about it. Yeah. So, I'll just pick up a stick. That's what I'll do. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. There's lots of sticks out there. Be fine. True. You, you are in the country, you know, maybe you give it a river rock or something like that from the Mississippi. That would be good. <laughs> there's well, lots of trees there's plenty of sticks yeah okay <laughs> or a tree i'll just get a tree i'll just carry a little mini tree around with me that there's would a log be- there's a yeah. log it's good. right yeah it's good. totally fine well, it's, uh, <laughs> we're protected guys don't worry yeah i no. feel like is okay random this is way off subject yeah. now 
Are there any Bigfoot sightings in oh, your geez. area? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, not at Cambry. I just listened to a podcast the other day about yeah. a guy from a local university who was recording uh, people's Bigfoot stories from the area. And he's got about oh, wow. 10 from okay. yeah, the that's general cool. area, not me. Yeah. I have one friend who tries to come out and look for Bigfoot all the time. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, good luck, guy. Yeah. You're only going to find ghosts here. Sorry. <laughs> worth a shot. <laughs> worth a shot. Uh, you know, totally worth a shot. I, if I could find, I'm a, just trying to find you a new angle, Bigfoot oh, wedding venue. Okay. Bigfoot like, wedding venue. That's true. Yeah. Go on a Bigfoot hunt. I if listen, you, I'm pretty tall. I'm I could it. dress I'm like Bigfoot. If you want to come look for Bigfoot, I'm good. I mean, yeah, I, it's, it's pretty remote out there. I mean, yeah. you're pretty isolated at the right. house. Um, really deep ravines. I have 30 acres with a lot of woods. So, wow. so, is, so you mentioned how there was an unmarked grave of the, yeah. the girl that died. Is there a family grave there, a cemetery there at all? No, no. The rest of the family is all buried at the Nauvoo city cemetery. Okay. Um, Do you know why she was buried on the property? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really sure why. Mm-hmm. Um, I've asked the family. Um, they don't really have an answer for me either. But again, they don't even know where the grave's at. So I don't know yeah, that sure. they know a whole lot. Um, yeah. I have guesses as to where the grave is at, but not positive. Right. So. Right. So is it so not only the house itself, the Cambry house itself is is active, but the property itself all around too it's yes. not just the house it's it's the, no. it's the property and everything else right it's, it's not just the house yeah. <laughs> so when i bought the property from my grandparents i got a binder that was like three inches thick full of history okay. i mean oh, they put the property on the national register of historic places so they did a ton of research and they yeah. just love history period yeah. um so a ton of research was done and in amongst all that stuff i found this little bit from my grandmother that said there's an Indian burning pit on the property, but I don't know much about it. Okay. Um, that's all I had to go on. And, mm-hmm. and, and a really bad picture of my uncle's hat thrown down in this hole. And <laughs> so like, I didn't remember anything about this from when I was a kid. I wasn't even sure where it was at on the property. Mm-hmm. So um, we went around, we found it. It's a depression in the ground. It's a perfect circle about 20 foot across. So okay. we're talking a huge hole in the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and through Googling, found out that, you know, yes, Native Americans had powwows and campfires and stuff, but they would never have had anything that large. It's definitely not a burning pit. Um, so in my area, so I did, you know, the next Google is like, what Native American things are in my area, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and about three miles away from me is a Native American burial mounds where they have over 35 um, Native American mounds and they have okay. a cemetery now. It's now designated as a public cemetery. Okay. Um, so looking at their pictures and looking at my pictures, they look the same because around hmm. 1820, all of the mounds in my area were dug up. All the artifacts and bones were taken out and sold. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's Ooh. yeah. So exactly. it's a so it is it's an it's a disturbed burial essentially. It is. It and is probably remnants still there too. I would assume. Possibly, I am not comfortable enough going out there to dig around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's been disturbed <clears throat> enough. Um, so the other cemetery uh had the local Native American council come out and do a blessing ceremony for them. They had theirs designated as a public cemetery. So I contacted the local council. They were kind enough to come out and do a blessing ceremony for me. Um, They also confirmed that I do have two, possibly three mounds on my property. Mm. Um, I did not designate mine as a public cemetery and I don't allow investigations over there. It's kind of good for you. Yeah, I think that's a good, smart, smart move. Yeah, and that and like there's some really steep ravines around it that I'm just not comfortable yeah. having people, you know, yeah, wander around. It's, um, a, it's a respect thing, and it's also a, a safety issue as well. So yeah, I think that's yeah. A, just a smart move in general. Yeah. 
just a combination of the two, just, it, just, just a no. However, the rest of the yard definitely has some activity that I feel is related to that. Um, okay. Lots of shadow figures around the edge of the woods. Um, a lot of times when you're walking, you'll hear footprint footsteps in the woods that kind of seem to pace you. Ooh. Yeah, um, we've done um, some drum circles outside um, where we'll hear uh, an echo where the drum beat doesn't match up to our drum beat. Okay. Uh, that was really interesting to witness. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> to yeah. 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 To you know, it's like, no, that's not the same. That's not the rhythm he's drumming, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, I don't know geographically like how this works or anything. Do you, do you know, was there any like any activity around that time from like the Civil War out in that area since you're kind of like, right at you're right at the bottom of illinois right right yeah, you know we're kind of mid we're kind of mid illinois yeah um most of the civil war stuff took place uh farther south okay um, there was like uh keokuk iowa is not too far from me it's like 20 minutes um and i know that they had like a civil war hospital there in keokuk because it was right on the river they sure. put them on a boat and moved them up to keokuk yeah um so yeah, not a whole lot of civil war stuff. Okay, yeah, you know, and it's all, it's also interesting that we that you are so very you're so close to the river because we often hear with paranormal activity a lot of it has to do with being near like water or like water as a, as a source and everything like that. Right, you literally. So right I often here. I often describe it as like a trifecta of energy because I've got that Mississippi River just right there. Yeah, I'm on top of a limestone bluff. There you go, and. And I have a natural mineral spring on the property. So all oh. the water from that mineral spring is leaching. Yeah, that is a trifecta. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Yeah. You know, what's <laughs> so funny is we we were literally we were just in uh, Manitou Springs, Colorado, who have that exact situation and that town. Every single person we talked to there was like there's stuff all over this entire town. And I'm like, it's because of the springs. Yeah, the springs. Yeah. <laughs> it just you drink it? fuels that energy. It's yeah. You know, oh, totally. I have a lot of people ask me why it's haunted. It's because there's a lot of fuel for the yeah. energy. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you had found out that part of your property was a tuberculosis hospital too, man, <laughs> you would have been all like, no, I'm, no. and <laughs> I don't sure? have axe murders sure? either. I don't have axe murders. You know, yeah. I'm about, I'm about two, three ish hours from Villisca here. So, Ooh. okay. Yeah. Well, they can keep the axe murders. You can keep the friendly <laughs> the ghosts that open doors. I like that better. <laughs> just put it on your tour though. Axe murders than haunted wedding venue venue and just go you and you could do axe throwing in town they have an axe oh, throwing thing there here. you go <laughs> right yeah just get, yeah that'll be good right. uh can you so, so the spring the the spring that's on your property can you drink the water out of it uh yeah if you can get to it it's like at the bottom of a ravine wow, I, keep, I'm gonna try. I keep talking about um bottling it you know yeah. one of these days wow. you know when i win the lottery yeah. see the bottling of the <clears throat> mineral water right. yeah <laughs> that would be you know what that would be cambry right. springs yeah, yeah. Cambry springs. one day one day haunted water yeah. <laughs> Ooh. See, yeah. there you go. I think that that would be absolutely perfect. So um, <laughs> if you guys want to check out everything that has to do with this fantastic location, it's cambryhouse.com. Again, C-A-M-B-R-E house.com. Um, Becca Williamson has been talking with us. She is the owner and uh, she does a fantastic job. You, you must be now as we're here, we're, we're, we're at the beginning of March right now. You, you must be headed into what is going to be like your, your busy season, right? Yeah. It's yeah. May, May on is busy yep. because yeah. I mean, we're in Illinois and I'm an outdoor wedding venue. So um, I, and it's on some crazy back roads out in the middle of nowhere. So yeah, we don't do a whole lot in January and February. I was going to say, yeah, it must be it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of people doing outdoor weddings in January and February in Illinois. No, you know, I had one guy who said he wanted to do what? it outside in Jan January. He was hoping it was going to snow and he didn't have a wedding outside in the snow. But I, I was, was going to say, like, some people want that winter white wedding. Oh, man, not freeze your face off, know. get the pictures. 
they did not book and i was really glad because it would have it would have stressed me you would have had to work that and everything so i would have been freaking out the whole time worried about wedding wedding venue question not haunted related yes so they have the reception there too it's the okay and do you provide tables and all that and all the things or does someone have to go outside and rent it um, right now they have to go outside and rent it. Um, I was looking at bought purchasing some for the farm, but number one, it's a huge expense. Mm-hmm. Number two, when I was looking at the rental places, like they have five different types of t- chair styles that you can rent. You can rent yeah. round tables, square tables. I mean, all the tables, all the tents. There's so many different options that you can get when you rent yeah. that yeah. make it a lot more give the brides a lot more choice so you're just the location and then you go out out do the contracts for everything else which honestly when i was looking to get married personally mm -hmm. that's what i was looking for was a place that would allow me to have like the freedom to get outside people because everybody like that i went to was like well these are the flower arrangements you have three different styles these are the caterers we only work with and stuff like that. And I was like, no, but I want this and I want that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, you have I'm, more freedom that way. Yes, exactly. Like when I was putting my package together, I was like, okay, well, what did I want when I got married? You know, um, each bride style is so individual and so unique to the bride that I like, I like, let the bride do all that, you know? Yeah. And the, uh, the flip side of that is that any of that type of stuff is more work for me. Exactly. I am a one woman show over here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anything that involves my having to do it, you know, my work is something that I would prefer not to do. I I like to keep it as uncomplicated as possible. Like if you look at the wedding package, the price is right there. Everything is listed right there. Like, and I don't charge extra for crazy stuff because again, I, I hate that crazy math. I, and I don't want to create more work. Why create more yeah. work? You got enough yeah. going on. You're dealing with ghosts and stuff on the property. <laughs> you don't need tables and chairs. I'd rather spend time <laughs> looking for ghosts than trying yeah. to figure out your wedding bill. I, I don't care <laughs> at all. Right? <laughs> and, and, and like Becca just said, cambrehouse.com, C-A-M-B-R-E house.com. You guys can get info if you're looking to get married. Like you can get all the information on the wedding packages, but you can also get all the information on the ghost tours and everything else that they offer as well. And like I said, there's other uh, little homes on the property as well uh, that you can check out and and you can even look to stay there as well. And maybe you can investigate one of those other houses as well. So that would be a lot of fun. But um, I think that's all. That's all we have for this particular episode of Unrefined. Becca, thank you so much for coming on, sharing your history and your stories with us and uh, a little bit of the, the haunted happenings that are going on at your location. Yes. Thanks for having me. I'm glad we finally got to talk in person. I know. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You're a busy person. Yeah, I can be. <laughs> <laughs> We're glad we got to connect with you as well. Guys, uh, I'll put in the description of this episode uh, the link to uh, the Cambry House, and you guys can get to that right from the description along with all of our links as well, as well as the links to the sponsor of this episode, uh, Brutality Coffee. But on behalf of Mitra and myself, we'll catch you guys on the next episode of Unrefined. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.